Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Good morning. Welcome to the midweek edition of Inside Nigeria on Leadership Community. My name is William Frederick and I have with me a public affairs analyst, a TV host, and my Twitter. Thanks for having me. Good evening, Fred. It's been a while. It's been a while. Happy New Month. So, on this program, we are going to be discussing some major news headlines on some national papers, including Nigeria's most essential newspaper, Leadership, its sister publication, National Economy, The Blueprint, and New Telegraph. Let's plug up with leadership. Let's see what leadership has for its headlines. This morning. Constitution review. President governors may go to jail for rejecting legislative summons. Constitution review. President governors may go to jail for rejecting legislative summons. NAS passes bill. Rejects special seats for women. Votes against moving VAT to exclusive list. Approves financial autonomy for state legislation, judiciary, local government. Reject pension for presiding officers of legislature. Diaspora voting. Mayoral seats for Abuja. And NLC, Nigerian Labor Congress, mobilizes case for local government autonomy approval. I'll take that again. Leadership. Constitution review. President governors may go to jail for rejecting legislative summons. Mass passes bill. Reject special seats for women, votes against moving parts to exclusive list, approves financial autonomy for state legislature, judiciary, local governments, reject pension for presiding officers of legislature, diaspora voting, mayoral seats for Abuja. NLC mobilizes states for local government autonomy approval. Leadership has one of the same story. Uh, headline story with new print newspaper, although we can't in another way. Let's see what blue print is saying. It's still on constitutional review. Blue print newspaper. Yes, constitutional review. Despite Aisha Buaris advocacy, NAS kicks out affirmative action. Constitutional review. Despite Aisha Buaris advocacy, NAS kicks out affirmative action. Senate rejects traditional rulers' councils. OK's financial autonomy for state legislature, judiciary, independent candidacy. Throws out FCT mayorship B. Reps OK same indigent as FCT minister. Lower chamber rejects power to override presidential veto. Leadership and blueprint newspaper have the same story headline this morning on constitution. Review. Mr. Jay, what do you have to say? Well, it's a portfolio of uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly yesterday uh, as, the, as the National Assembly decided to vote after about three years, vote on constitutional amendment. Uh, first, let's educate you know, our. Many thought it was exercise in futility because it has been an uh, ongoing. I, I think it's just assembly. more like uh, they want to make maximum financial that gain. Is what everybody because <laughs> every year they have vote one billion naira. Each of the chamber will vote one billion naira for 
for constitutional review. If they have concluded this in 2020, that means that's yeah. already no longer. But it, we've never seen it come to this level that it's going now. Well, it does. It has happened before. In 2018, 2018 was uh, when we had the last exercise. Recall, June 2018 was when we had the not too young to run. Okay. And, uh, so it, it has always been like this. They always leave it the, the, the uh, eve of election. But let's come to the, like I said, it's, it's, it's a portfolio of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, should we start from the ugly? Uh, I, I feel pain that uh, the, the mayoral status for FCT was thrown out. I'm not happy with the way they threw out the gender uh, bills, all the gender bills, including those that could have helped the folk, women folk. Citizenship and indigenship. Oh, yes. Five that years. Is, if you are married to a man for five years, you can acquire your uh, citizenship, uh, which is what happens if I marry you as a foreigner. After five years, you you are a naturalized yes, Nigerian. Wait, I don't know, but what I don't know why. About that. You know, uh, culture, some culture, when a woman, woman dies, they take her back to her family house. It's not unconscious. It's not that a unconscious. That's what I'm no. saying. Culture is dynamic. You cannot be held back by culture perpetually. I feel that they should have be more dispassionate. FCT deserves a mayor status. You cannot have. I mean, when the federal capital of Nigeria was Lagos, it wasn't the federal government that was driving. Uh, there was still a governor in Lagos, and then we have president also in Lagos. There's nothing that says, uh, uh, look at London. There's a mayor of London. Yes, there is. There, there, likewise, in many other clubs. So I don't know, in New York, in New York that, I don't know why uh, that mayor status for FCT was thrown out. I do not understand uh, why uh, the, the, all the gender bills. I, I quite do not agree with the one that says they should create special seats for women. What I know of, of a fact from my Ugandan experience is mm. that it's part of the constitution. The current one is where they should have stayed put. To say that mm. out of the 360, uh, one third should be women. And it should start from alphabetical order and be rotated. Mm. So you don't need to create additional seats. Yes. Because uh, we are already complaining that we have too many uh, seats, uh, 316 in House of Press, 169 in altogether, that in order to reduce cost of governance, we should actually prune the number down by one third. So the number for one owner should be reduced by one third in Senate, and then the one for House of Press should be reduced to 240 for House of Press, because we do not need this very uh big bogus number of people who more or less i just don't take it as a one of the facts of office because there is nothing the 360 of them are doing in that surprise that 240 could not do there is nothing the one and nine senators could do that if we reduce the number to two senators per state could not do after all in us we have to copy this system from each of the 50 states in U.S. are represented by only two senators. Mm -hmm. Two senators. So the, the U.S. Uh, has only 100 senators mm -hmm. representing the 50 states. So there is nothing that says we cannot have 
Delta North, Delta South. Uh, Kogi, Kogi is Kogi West, if that's how you want to go. But not more than two representatives from each of the states. So, but I, I'm, I'm happy that they threw out their own selfish bill, yes. which was to give black pension to uh, president of the Senate and the deputy as well as speaker, deputy speaker. That's self-service. Even the issue of immunity for them is self-service. And uh, they do not have executive power and they should not give themselves that kind of immunity. There has not been any issue around with trusting and all of that. But I know one that has failed uh, or dead on arrival. The one that is dead on arrival among this lot is the one that says uh, the, the, the leadership. Can we see leadership? Okay, the one that says you will go to jail, president or uh, governor will go to jail for rejecting legislative support. That one will not fly. It will be killed once it gets to the state. Because you cannot be saying that because the president refused legislative support, it should be sent to jail. Which Where is that from? It's self-serving. Mm -hmm. That one cannot see the light of the day. The one that confused me in a sense is the one that says uh, financial autonomy for state legislature judiciary. I feel that that has been settled and it has not been amended or they are saying that it's an amendment to the one they did in 2018. Because there is already legislative, uh, there is already financial autonomy for state judiciary and state legislature. That's why the no, president... on the exclusive bill that was thrown out by Supreme Court. No, no, no. The, the executive, that was an executive order. That did not... That, did, that was an executive order then. That did not say that... That did not nullify the provision of the Constitution. And I feel that is already set up. I need to be educated on that. Why are they still approving financial autonomy for state legislature and judiciary? when that is already part of the constitution. However, I'm happy that we now have uh, local government autonomy. Uh, this is not the first time this local government autonomy will be, will be approved. But when it gets to the state, the governors don't want it. So they always ensure that they do not get up to 24 states that is approving it. The one that also is heartwarming for me is the uh, what the reduction of the uh, items on the exclusive legislative list to the concurrent legislative list. Oh, yes. Electricity, yes. railway, uh, airport, and uh, even uh, prison, yes. and uh, then two or three others, about six or seven. I, I'm happy about that because uh, we cannot hold on. Why should railway be under federal government? Why should prison be under federal government? Why should electricity be under federal government? This is how they killed the initiative of Bola uh, Metinubu that wanted to do PPP, uh, the power generation. Uh, but, you know, because it's on the exclusive list, all the power you generate have to be given to federal government to, to, to distribute and, and uh, transmit. So, I feel that that is part of restructuring mm, yes it is that it's we are moving there's devolution of power now yes. from some of the 68 items on the exclusive legislative list we now have some of them being moved to a concurrent list and i'm happy with the VAT. that well, yes that, that was a thumbs up and yes. there's, there's something uh, playing out there you know before this uh, constitution uh, amendment began the frs 
has gone to court. No, before that, he wrote a letter to the National Assembly to move it. To exclusively. Yes, and that, that was, the government of the was... state got wind of it. And, you know, I know that. I am aware. So, I'm aware. And I'm happy that they rejected that. Because in the spirit of federalism, we are saying that there are too many things on the exclusiveness. You don't want to move back to exclusiveness. No. Let it remain on the concurrent legislative list. Equity, it, it is not left for the states to say federal government collect on our behalf. Uh, but what I feel is missing is equitable distribution of whatever is generated or whatever is generated under value added tax. Because that's the point we from the wiki of uh, River State and Labor State was making that there is no equity, there is no justice, there is no fairness in the way you generate 30 billion from the state in a month and you are giving that state 9 billion in return that is not fair that is not fair if we did justice and fair and some states they said that they are doing sharia they don't want a call so but the states that are not doing sharia that they generate a lot of bad from our courses you want to share from them yes. on the other hand you see that nigeria for now of course, most of our governments don't have their ticking caps on. Some uh, uh, states are very, very weak. You see Zamfara. So what do you now do to some states like that? You are lacking. Zamfara is one of the richest states. Yes, it's not of solid mineral. Wait, now, it's, it's, you said something that they don't want to think. There is, there is a lot of money to be made. A lot of money to be made in Nasarawa and Zamfara states. National states that just adjacent to Abuja has about 34 solid mineral in commercial quantity. It is this federalism that is killing it. Why? I mean, I listened to Professor Sesagi on channels yesterday talking about true federalism that we should go back to the 1963 constitution where states will control the resources and pay royalty to the federal government. And he said in 1963, States will retain 50% of whatever they make. 20% will be remitted to the federal government. 30% will be shared equitably among all the states. And that, I feel, is a very good way to restructure the country. Because if that happens, you know, all these northern states that are living, uh, that are living on and out from Bath and all of that can be self-sufficient. Like the example of Safara. Safara has gold. Safara has lead, Safara has several other mineral resources. Mm -hmm. Nasarawa has 34 in commercial quantity, but they are under the control of federal government. Mm -hmm. They cannot exploit it. Meanwhile, criminals in the name of artisanal miners mm -hmm. are exploiting and making millions out of it. So, uh, and they are not just making millions out of it, they are despoiling the environment. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have ever traveled to Jos by road. There are some communities between Nasarawa and Plateau states, where you see these artisanal miners digging everywhere. Oh, yes. And uh, when, they, when, when there is no more uh, minerals there, they leave it the way it is, despoiling the environment. So I feel that the, the, the solid minerals should have been part of what is moved from the exclusive. exclusive list to this concurrent legislative list so that states can also be in a position to control. That's the letter and spirit of fiscal federalism. Mm -hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. But <clears throat> why I'm glad 
Yeah. 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 Then, uh, on this local government autonomy, I'm all for local government autonomy, but they need, NLC needs to work on the psyche of the governors. The governors are the ones that doesn't want to let go. And yet, I have written in my column in the point that, look, you, if it's either you scrap this local government or you strengthen them, you cannot just leave them as appendages of the state government because a provision of section 162 of the constitution which talks about jack joint uh local uh, joint state and local government uh account so the money goes directly to this uh joint account and the governors redistribute it because like the government of labor states that have additional 37 uh, local council development areas that's how they get some funds for them it's what the money eats their jack account that they now redistribute, like in Lagos, into 57 places instead of 20. Because the other 37 uh, LCDs are not recognized by the Constitution. So uh, I, I, I feel that um, we need local government autonomy. But whether the governors will allow this to fly when uh, next uh, they, they are to pass this consequential amendment, I learned that. Uh, about 49 attempts uh, made the court. Let's hope that uh, when out of 68, uh, about 49, they said made the court. So let's look at uh, those that made the court and see whether uh, the governors can be persuaded to allow their state assembly to also uh, endorse. Uh, what that is very funny is a change of name for uh, Egbado to Yewa. You know, in Ogun State, uh, the people of Egbado, uh, formerly known as Egbado area, said they don't want to bear that name again. They want a new name, and that's Yewa. So even many yeah, of them... There's even one in uh, Plateau State uh -huh. uh, that wanted their name to change. To change. To change. So they, they, those ones also pass through. Those ones will not have problem in getting concurrent. Uh, the ones that are not sure will get concurrent unless... Uh, some. Because there are two other layers of orders that these things need to cause. See, 68 items voted upon. Now they will compile those who made the two thirds from the state and uh, from the Senate and that's of Because if it fails in one, it fails in all. So now they will compile the list. Maybe by today we will know exactly the ones that make the court. Now, they will have to send to the 36 states for consequential, uh, no, consequential voting on those items. It is the, no, the, the items that, that get 24, uh, that the other, the items that get two-thirds majority in support of it. And, and they are able to muster up to 24 states supporting those items that will eventually become uh, the uh, bill that will, the yes, the bill that will now be sent to the president for assent. Then the president himself will now decide whether to assent to all or some 
Because I recall that this is how the journey started in 2015. At the end of the day, about 12 attempts made it to the president for assent. Only five were accepted. So the number is 68 pluses. We have, from what is reported in the media today, about um, 49 making the call. By the time they do the final tally, maybe those 49 that will be sent to the state. Only maybe 20, 25 will make it true at the state level. Then those ones will be the one that will be presented to the president for assent. And then if he assented, that's when it becomes uh, a, a law, uh, a constitutional law. So uh, it is not yet a rule. And uh, I'm also glad in, in a sense uh, with uh, uh independent candidacy but that will yes. not meet 2023 election yes, yes, yes. that one will be for 2027 and all the elections after 2023 and it's also good for like like some people were saying that uh, it will put pay to an end to these uh, career but, politicians but, but what that is, uh, that politicians. yes yes see <laughs> I, I was in ghana in 2008 to observe their election their presidential election did you know that the reason why the ruling party at that time lost was because of internal crisis within the ruling party? And many of the parliamentarians decided to pull out of the party and run as independent, thereby eroding the power base of the ruling party. At the end of the day, that's how NDC, uh, the party of, uh, the party of uh, Professor Arthur Mills, uh, was yeah, able yeah. to win uh, by a slight margin. So, uh, independent candidates has their own value. Some of us may not want to be politicians, so mm. we don't want to go join politics but where the gatekeeper will say, oh, you are too young to run, or too old to run, or too poor to run. So let me decide my own fate as an independent. And many, many things have been on the advocacy list for a long time. But one that didn't sink well with me is that foreign voting that yes. is rejected. Yeah. I feel very strongly. And a court of competent jurisdiction, a federal court in Abuja, has ruled in favor of diaspora voting. I don't know why our parliamentarians and federal lawmakers do not see the need for it. Because it, this is about expanding access. There are a significant number of Nigerians living abroad. Yeah. An out of country voting is uh, it's not a taboo. Uh, in fact, Niger Republic, which is our neighbor, neighboring country, has provision for out of country voting or diaspora voting. Look at the millions of Nigerians in diaspora. They could have been allowed, if this uh, constitutional amendment has saved you, that would have enhanced their opportunity to not even to contest, but to participate, to vote in the future elections. Uh, but unfortunately, the, the, that didn't make the cut. But you win some, you lose some. That is the nature of life. Thank you so much, DJ, for that uh, analysis from uh, leadership and blueprint. We're moving over to our sister publication, the National Economy. National Economy has its headline Widespread views of POS threatens ATM dominance. Widespread views of POS threatens ATM's dominance. That's national economy. Well, for me, um, they are both uh, brothers and sisters, uh, POS and uh, and uh, ATM. In fact, 
in my neck of wood, but for POS, we will not have been uh, having access to uh, financial institutions. Oh. Because, yes, there are many communities uh, in FCT that don't have one simple bank. Even without being in the neck of this, as you said, right in the federal capital territory, ATMs of these banks, they don't work. They don't and work. They are exactly. I've seen lots. this happen. Many banks, many ATM calls, you see POS uh, operators, and they, they, you will be able to get your money. Yes. The only thing is that you pay a little more yes. than you will have paid yes. your ATM. Yes. Because the ATMs are not savvy. Like they, are they, are, they are being made not to work. Because you see, it could be deliberate. A bank has it could five, be a deliberate fraud. None is working. Yeah. In fact, they have set up some banks like, I don't want to mention them because I don't want to advertise them. Some <laughs> who have a uh, polling, uh, they, they have ATM cubicle yes, that is not even yeah. attached to their bank. So uh, they just go and set up somewhere. Mm-hmm. You will see six point seven point only one. There is one along Kwaripa. Uh, mm. I don't want to mention you possibly know yes, that. Yes, I know that. You know there is no that bank is not there. They yes. just said they just went and built it there. You go there many times. There's only one or yes. two out of about five. The one that even has is in front of the bank premises. Most times, even doing work, a uh, banking yeah, they are not they working. Are not working. They're not working. I so, wonder that banking ads, you even tell the security. See, your ATMs are not working. Yeah, I think they shrug their shoulders and say, well, there's nothing. Do you know what may be happening? Some of the bank workers may be the owner of those POS. So they, they, they want it's to make really some money. Annoying. It's really uh, annoying. This is Nigeria. But unfortunately, too, POS has also become a security risk because many people, like a colleague of mine, said he used a POS. He got home later and all his money was cleared for his account. Yes, you have to be very, uh, you have to be vigilant when you are using POS. I've found that don't give, when you, when you give your card to POS mm. operator, don't allow them to out of your sight to the extent that they will copy the number behind. Because once they have that, they can access your uh, your your banking details, uh, so it's it's one of those risks you are exposed to. Uh, and then there is one I transacted business with. He didn't give me receipt. I have to demand for receipt yeah. because even when you when when the POS declined, you are supposed to be giving that receipt. Yes. But some will just uh, say it declined. Yeah. But okay. let me have evidence that it declined so that I can take it to my bank. To get it, it's one of those uh, frauds, uh, fraudulent uh, uh, youngsters that I get. So one has to just be vigilant. Once you give your, let let the whole transaction be in your presence. Once the thing approves, collect your card back. Mm-hmm. This one that they say, wait, okay, wait, let me go and bring money. Yes. In the course of doing that, they could have written quickly mm-hmm. some of the details on the mm-hmm. machine, and that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Allow the on the card on the card, and that may allow them access to it. But I, I feel that uh, we need both ATM and, and POS. Do you know also that the ATM can be compromised? Uh, some 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 guys, some tech tech guys, uh, also know how to copy details of uh, debit card. Uh, you know there are things they can set up that will enable them to get uh, details of debit card that has uh, that in use of the machine. So it's all, um, it's all part of the risk 
of uh, of uh, digitization. But we need it. We need it because there is nothing in life that has uh, the, the pros that doesn't have the cons. But when you look at the pros and cons, you know that this POS ATM they are meant to ensure financial inclusion. They are meant to expand access to financial institutions, and they are serving that purposes. Otherwise, if you have to be look at the times when we are growing up, where you collect early number to go to mm. to have a banking transaction, mm. and then you see to five five hours mm. when is when they finally call your number, they said the system is down. They cannot access. They cannot access. And God, God help you if you spend the evening. You have a sitting for maybe since one year. They eventually come here at three minutes to four. Say, ah, okay, we can't see your banking details. So this is that. That is until next Monday. But with POS and with uh, ATA, we can. But we this kind of scenario happens to me anyway. When the ATM did not dispense, dispense cash. Yeah, that one you have to wait till the next working. It's the same in front of the banking banking uh, premises. I quickly moved to the bank and that was they said there's nothing because I have to wait for 24 hours. 24 hours. hours. That is I, was, I, I had no money on me. I was serious. Oh my God. It does happen. My <laughs> it's not only you. Some of us have also experienced something. <laughs> you go to the bank with your last couple and then you... <laughs> You put your delivery. I say, not this person. <laughs> and meanwhile, it's from that money you are hoping to collect that you want to take. Uh, it was a Friday. Friday it was a Friday. Uh, I just did no, it. It's, it's 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 a it's a before yes, you said that I have to wait for the money before you give back to me. It's your serious ATM. They said no, that's. That is the standard of procedure. But what we need, let us tell government. CDN and all the money they put in bank, they need to maintain this machine. Uh, they need to maintain them. The ATM, I don't know, I've written about it, I've complained that the ATMs are not being maintained. My they are not being sacked. My banker neighbor, uh, neighbor told me before that sometimes she's telling people to over the weekend. Why? Yeah, she's a banker. I don't want to mention that. No, oh, no, why that they do it? That they don't load ATMs. That most times where they just want their account to balance. Uh, so particularly if it's moving from one month to another. Like to withdraw to uh, uh, it's able to, it's able to, it's able to transfer for me. So when I told her it's not the that someone sometimes it's delicate. So that their account balance will be healthy. Yes. They don't want people to go and upload. Imagine. But it's this right. This is because I could not even transfer. I could not No, it does happen. Usually, from the last day, like well, this one, uh, you know, the month ended on February 20, which was Monday. Between that Monday and Tuesday, you may have difficulties <laughs> because they, they want to maintain healthy balance. So they will not be, the, the, the thing will just be running like, uh, even with, uh, I don't know the word, did you also experience uh, this action with uh, telecoms? In recent okay. past, the, yes. yes, I don't uh, know. Yes. I have three because, different. Uh, I have three different. Uh, I've subscribed to three different internet subscribers, but Monday, Tuesday, it was hellish. And you know that is the problem we have to um, the, the, the cheap thing. We are talking about uh, service delivery. It's so worth it. And I wonder what is our 
regulatory agencies actually doing? All the For instance, I'm going to use bleach. Quite, I almost use half of bleach, bleach, one of the bleach now, agent, agent just to remove a stain. Uh, what do you mean? It's water down. It's water that is, we are paying more yes, yet. For lack. Even electricity, the even same electricity. thing. So, you know, you know they keep increasing electricity. I don't know if they want to do it. I, I, I bought, I buy, I, well, I you, buy. You notice that the units have reduced yes, for now, the same amount. Yes, now, because surreptitiously they have increased. Yes, they don't want thing. to make it a yes. media act. Surreptitiously they have increased. It's NSC away. We are paying more for less now. You see NSC, NSC, NSC. You are trying. <laughs> Let's see. We'll be going on a break now. When we come back, we'll have the last people on our menu. Please don't forget. Inside Nigeria, keeping you informed on what matters. Welcome back. This is Inside Nigeria on Leadership Television. With me in the studio is Tim, a public affairs analyst, TV host, and a syndicated columnist, Mr. Giyojo. It's a pleasure to be back. My name is Finifodipopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopopop
Uh, when you are opposition, you want to behave yourself. There is no much at stake. But why is the ruling party not learning from uh, the opposition? That's a million dollar question. You know, they are the one that even take us through this Rigma uh, ruling with the Electoral Amendments uh, Act, uh, Electoral 2022, because of the inclusion of this uh, consensus option. Mm. They are, are being of consensus. Consensus was just internal party affairs mm. with PDP, now APC. But mm. today, uh, they are insisting on having consensus option as part of our electoral framework. And uh, thank God, um, the bill has been signed into law. We have electoral act 2022. Uh, they, but unfortunately, I'm not just a fan of consensus. Mm. I don't know. If you know you want to do consensus, don't sell form to everybody. Mm. Just let your consensus candidate, let him be the only one to go and procure form. Not that you collect 20 million, 50 million from every aspirant and now you are posting or talking about consensus. That should have been decided before you allow people to go and buy for. Because I keep saying, maybe because of my own uh, very low economic status, I, I don't know how I will forgo 22.5 million uh, as an aspirant when you won't even allow me to contest. And you are not refunding my money mm. because money of the money for nomination form is uh, not refundable. Mm. So, although I do know I'm a student of politics, I do know that uh, in such instances, the IDC, uh, the consensus candidate is made to offset the yeah. cost mm. of all other aspirants as a precondition for them to support you. Sure, you understand, mm. but it's not in the law books. And uh, the party will have ripped bountifully uh, because all the monies will have gone to the party account and it will not be refunded to them. It will not be the body on whoever is the consensus candidate to go and set to his co-aspirant. Mm. And that puts everybody on him financially. Mm. And that's why you see a lot of corruption when people get into office. Uh, so for me, I feel that Buhari should not have insisted on consensus president uh, consensus chairman for APC. They should just have allowed all those who have signified their interest to campaign and uh, uh, be on the ballot for March 26. And then the other issue is about the sacrosanct nature of March 26. That, I'm surprised. That's what I want to ask you. How feasible is that uh, March 26 convention date? Because if you see the first by that decided uh, the CEC PC chair that is booming. Ten other governors absent at the meeting. So the Boris decision is already polarizing in against the other governors. So we, we do not know the reason why those, 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 those other governors are absent. What do you say? And what I learned is that a, a group within APC wants uh, the convention and the party primaries to hold simultaneously. Okay. Whereas another group believes. It should be held separately. Mm -hmm. And I think it stands reason that this should be held separately. The CECPC was meant to just be a stopgap for six months. Mm -hmm. That's what the constitution of the party said. You are supposed to be there for six months. You have been there for two years. Mm -hmm. It doesn't look good. Most of a serving governor, not mm -hmm. even a former governor, a serving governor having to be the one driving. So the man is just uh, uh, governing Yobe by, by telephone, by Zoom, and by, by Skype, and all of that. 
in, because he's more in Abuja than being in Yobe. And I think he was elected to be of that in Yobe. Yobe is one of the states ravaged by insurgency after Bono and Jamawa. Uh, so why is it that something that should have been expeditiously done in six months has dragged on for three years? And now we are still talking about whether they did in Sakutan or not. Meanwhile, they have shifted it three times already. They shifted it from December to February 5, from February 5 to February 26, from February 26 to 25, March 26. Now they are still saying some people want the date to be shifted. Uh, and, and all, all primaries, party primaries are to be held between April and June. So, and from what we learned from their meeting of the governors, there are 22 governors in APC. What we learned is that they have agreed to swap positions between North and South, which is indicative of the fact that their presidential candidate will likely be for the South. Do you understand that all the positions currently held by the North in APC will now go to the South. The one held by the South will now go to the North, which is indicative of the fact that this issue of uh, power shift is being considered. And uh, of course, um, uh, governor, former Governor Abdullah Adamu, Senator, who is from Nasrallah State, which is a North Central State. So they said South is lovely to be National State. That's fine and good. But I think uh, political parties should not always run away from elections because that's where the culture should be built. That okay, people win and lose. Once once level playing field is created, there should be no problem. Mm -hmm. The the whole essence, the 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 whole essence of democracy is election. So uh, situations where you are just silencing every opposition and having an anointed candidate, which is what is working in Akwaibom State now. Akwaibom governor has already anointed his successor. Okay. You know. And that is causing a lot of uh, ruffling of feathers in Akwaibon, uh, which is a PDP state anyway. So I think the president should have allowed the election to, uh, because this is actually part of the reason why there was initial crisis in AP, APC uh, way back in 2013, 2014. It was part of the reason why Tommy Kimi left APC. Because as at that time, Bola Mentinobu and a couple of others were insistent on having uh, the former national chairman, John Ogige Oyobo. They wanted him as a consensus candidate then. So Ikimi, who is also from Edo State, felt, ah, why should you be imposing? And uh, of course, they said that's what the person that uh, Tinobu wanted. And uh, so he left, he left the APC for them. Now, the second one, uh, after Udigo Yogu was Adams Oshomole. And Oshomole, to all the three other aspirants there, were silenced, were pressured to drop their ambition. They made Oshomole a consensus candidate. But the same party will not allow Oshomole to even have the full uh, tenor before he was just acquitted. Uh, and now they are trying to bring in uh, Abdullah Adamu as another consensus. I don't know if they always learn anything from history. But it's, it just doesn't look good for me, as far as I'm concerned. I think that we should have, uh, we should be allowed to have election. Uh, I mean, many election, party election, should not be an anathema. It should not be a, a, 
something that will not be encouraged. Uh, and I'm glad in the, the Electoral Act Amendment that it was expressly stated that where you want to go for consensus, all the other aspirants must withdraw in writing. Okay, so it doesn't have bearing on this. Uh, no, no, it is APC that import, exported that into the Electoral Act. I know. So, but it is not like it has, uh, it's not, I don't know, I've not read the APC Constitution to know the, whether that's the way it's worded in the Constitution that if uh, there is no formal withdrawal, you go for direct or indirect primary. But what we know is that when they say they are going for consensus, what they mean is that there is an anointed candidate. Mm -hmm. um, what that also translates to is that uh, you you are working to the answer. Anybody who doesn't support that, you have his fingers bumped. Mm. And, and that is not good. It, it, it gives room for good chances. No, but what I want to find out from you now is that this electoral act that has just been signed by a president, yeah. does it have now direct bearing on this? Has it come into effect now? It does. Okay, That's so, why no, I like so it has direct bearing now on this forthcoming APC convention, now that Buhari uh, is insisting on the... No, 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 don't compare for an orange This APC Congress and Convention mm. is an internal arrangement of the APC. The one but that concerns They have consensus now. They want have Yes, the one that the laws just said that Ireland should be given 21 days notice to attend. But Ireland has no role. Ireland is not the organizer. Ireland has no role beyond observing. And so, to that extent, I don't think uh, it has a direct bearing. But, I'm talking this issue of a consensus, and you know the electoral says the other contenders will write a letter. But that is that is for party primaries. Okay, for party primaries. It's not, not for, for party okay. convention. That's what I wanted to find out. Yeah, it's not for party convention. But let me pick your brain on section eighty-four, subsection twelve. What do you think is the merit or the merit of that? Okay, yeah, let's try. The one that they asked, uh, Where the president said it's to compromise null and void because it says that provision says if you are contesting as a public official, as a political appointee, you have to you have to withdraw ahead of the primaries, and that could be in this new law is six. Um, uh, Political parties are to all their nominees must have been selected or elected uh, no less than one or an to election. That is six months. Mm. So, if you as a governor or if you as a minister or commissioner wants to go and run for public office, it then means you have to resign mm. before the party primary. What do you say to it? Personally, I said it's a good idea because you cannot use public funds. Your attention will definitely be divided. Exactly. So, morally speaking, it is right. I don't know why. But it's Yes, the reason why the president is saying it's funny is because it's adherence to constitutional provision. It's not part of the qualification and disqualification criteria in the constitution, and that's part of the issues I raised in my column in the point today. 
where I, I actually said, look, um, for me, morally speaking, I'm with the National Assembly. But constitutionally speaking, legally speaking, it does not work. Because unless you amend the constitution to say, okay, people who are holding political office will now resign ahead of their party primary. That cannot uh, happen now because the, the constitution, which is the grand norm, says you you are allowed to resign 30 days to the election. Although the flip side is what you have raised, they can use the resources of the state to macro uh, uh, their political ambition, which which will create an uneven playing field. But uh, it's it's one of those. I, I the, it was read that letter was read on the floor of the National Assembly yesterday. That the president actually has uh, formalized it that uh, the National Assembly should delete that provision. I believe uh, it is it should not have been deleted. Rather, it should have been the constitution should have been amended. Exactly. To, I was waiting for you to, to say to, to that they were doing from a constitutional amendment. Why they they should have just and you know why they won't do that is because those who are amending it are also the primary beneficiary of the status quo. That's it. They don't want to do it. But the fastest way to dealing with that and and, and resolving that issue once and for all is through the courts. Because these National Assembly people may not even list it for consideration. Mm. And you know, um, next month, party primaries will start. We are already counting down in uh, March. Mm. So next month, if party primary starts, then uh, and the electoral act has not been amended to delete that. It then means that anyone that doesn't resign before the party primary date is running foul of the uh, provision of the electoral act. <laughs> So it's better to go to the court and get a court pronouncement on and the, whether it's wrong contrary to Section 14, 42 of the Constitution, or whether uh, it, it is uh, it, it does not. Wow, thank you so much for that analysis. I always learn so much from you anytime you come around. Well, I learn also from you. We are learning from each other. <laughs> as we go to the end of today's Inside Nigeria, don't forget tomorrow. It's another day again. Keep in touch and stay in touch with us on the program. So it's been nice having you around and I look forward to seeing more people. Do, do you have any political ambition? Uh, not really. You just want to be the wife of the government. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's your legitimate right. But uh, let's, let's hope. I mean, uh, one thing I have said time and again, we should not be under any illusion that only INEC will guarantee credible election. It's a multi-stakeholder project. Yes, the media, civil society, the security agencies, yeah. the judiciary, all of us must play our respective role. Yeah. Otherwise, it will, it will be same of same in terms of... We can do it, because we saw what happened in this thing. Yeah, and it can it's doable. We can do it. We should do it. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Enjoy the rest of the day. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.